0: Welcome everyone to Hit the Books. I'm Tom Kasali. He's Joey Kanish. We're back with another week of picks for college football week 10. Kanish, how's it going?
1: Well, Tom, I tell you what, I'd be better if I could beat you at one head-to-head this season uh before the before the season ends. So uh you know what? I, I don't care who you're picking this week. I'm going against one of them uh, to get I might go against all five just to get on the board.
0: So Kanish, it's pretty crazy because I went two and three last week, and I, I'm 18 and 17 for the year. One game of I'm a human coin flip. Last week, all three losses, a touchdown against me in the final minute to cover. <laughs> Things looking bad. But when I go up against you, Kanish, not all, I, I got to be honest, even I was laughing because I couldn't believe what I was watching. So first we go Notre Dame, North Carolina. Notre Dame blows them out. Then we go Tulsa, Navy. Navy blows out Tulsa, which couldn't happen in 100 years. Then when you think it can't get any crazier, Louisville and Wake Forest. I have Louisville plus the four. Wake Forest, six turnovers in one quarter. Two of them lead to defensive touchdowns. I couldn't believe it. I, I said, not, listen, I, I know I'm joking about, I said to my son, I know I'm joking about being conditions, but there might be something here. I said, I've never seen a game like this before.
1: I tell you that that was their game, because you know what that they, they Wake Forest, they, you know, got down early. They come back, but the yeah. second quarter, I was actually—if I wouldn't have been on them pregame, I, I would have bet a Wake Forest second half. I, I thought that they had uh, finally weathered their early storm, had gotten in the game, and then just uh, a third quarter for the ages. I uh, think it was thirty-five, nothing there after after all the turnovers were were uh, mixed in and TDs. So. Uh, you know what? Uh, I don't know. I hope Sam Harpin uh, won some money betting against uh, Wake Forest last week, uh, as you did, because uh, Joey K did not.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm with you, Kanish. Uh, Louisville got up a couple of early scores, and Wake Forest came back, and I was like, ah, it's going to be one of those days, man. I'm not going to win a game. It just felt like Wake Forest was going to come back and win that game. And again, we're going to talk about this in a couple minutes, but just one of those games – it's so insane, you can barely even look at it to handicap. I mean, who's going to think? Uh, I'll be honest with you, Kanish? I'd like to take credit for it. I, I didn't envision six turnovers in the third <laughs> quarter uh, as great as I am. But 18 and 17, I feel good this week. I think I finally got a week where, where I can run the table. We'll see what you think about my picks. It Hit the Books as presented by the Hammer Betting Network, Kanish. You can check out all the great stuff at hammer.bet and on social media platforms at the Hammer HQ. I know you're on plenty of their shows, a lot of great content there. So my first pick, speaking of Wake Forest, Uh I got the Demon Deacons laying two and a half for the exact reasons we just said. I think you take out last week's game and throw it away. I think there's nothing that made sense about it. I know Louisville's defense is playing good, but like we said, Wake Forest got back in that game, and then all this crazy stuff started happening. That's not the Wake Forest offense. That's not Sam Hartman. I grabbed this as soon as it came out. And you look at NC State. They've had to start back up since uh, uh, Devin Leary went down. They're averaging 16.6 points per game since he since Leary was lost for the season. I think last week was just one of those. You say I don't know what happened. Let's throw it out. I'm taking Wake Forest small number on the road.
1: Yeah, you know what? I, I don't obviously. I don't. Uh, I can't disagree with you too much here. As much as I'd love to come down on on Wake Forest uh, and and you know throw them to the curb forever. Uh, no, that, that would be the side I would play here at, at three or better. Um, I agree. I think you've got. You know, Sam Hartman's had a couple of those games in his career where he's just been total disaster, loses his composure, and then it compounds from there. Uh, and so, for the most part, though, that hasn't been the Sam Hartman at, at Wake Forest, and you would expect a bounce-back effort um, against an NCAA team. Now, I will say, they—they, they, I believe the the freshman they're going with now, uh, who is highly recruited, uh, will be a significant upgrade over the, uh, the Chambers Cade who they brought in, who was kind of a stopgap. I'm kind of surprised they even went with him uh, – for uh, as long as they did after Leary went down. Um, I think you've seen now though, that like, even under Devin Leary, like it's just not a good NC state, no matter who the quarterback is, whether it's been Devin Leary or Chambers or Morris. Um, if anything Morris gives you a little bit more threat there when the play breaks down, to, to kind of get some, uh, yard with his legs, but it's just not a good offense. They don't have great skill position players. It's not a great offensive line. They can't run the ball consistently. Um, so there's really nothing, even when Leary was there, that they did particularly well. Um, and it's a Wake Forest team that you would figure, even against an NC State defense that uh, that is talented, um, is still a team that 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 is, in all likelihood, um, you know, going to get to the high twenties or in the thirties. NC State is going to have to put up a significantly higher number than they have since Leary went down to to you know to be in this game or to cover this game. I don't see it. Uh, I'm I'm just not. It's just been an NC State season, even, even even when they had Leary, that I thought the team was underwhelming, and it's kind of just spiraled from there, so yeah, I'm with you on that one. Uh, I like Wake at the three or better.
0: Yeah, that would be my only concern, is if MJ Morris ends up being a really good quarter, but I'm with you. I took NC State um, 11-1 to win the ACC this year. I thought maybe they get Clemson, uh, DJU doesn't play well, and that's before they make a quarterback change, but it hasn't been the NC State team I thought I was going to see before the season, even when Leary was there. I thought Leary might have been a long-shot Heisman contender. I was expecting big things, but offensively, it just hasn't happened for him, like you said. Uh, no,
1: totally. I, I <laughs> agree. with you. I mean, even uh, – I'd say even if you're getting a good MG, MJ Morris performance um, – you know, relative to, to, to what they've had at the quarterback position. Like, they, they haven't they, – it hasn't been good to begin with. I mean, they were a team that was totally stifled by Clemson um, and, and wasn't able to move the ball whatsoever uh, against a Clemson defense that even hasn't been truly, truly elite this year. Um, and, and since the change, it's just been it, – it, it. even before, it's just been a disappointing uh, NC State offense. And I don't think – is. I mean, we're going we're, you know, a weekend that, like, It's just a bad offense. Like, there's nothing that's going to change in this game where they're all suddenly going to, you know, going to light it up or, you know, so. uh, Yeah, I don't think they can keep up and score with Wake Forest here.
0: Okay, so you agreed with my first pick. I got a feeling you're going to be. We might be on the same side here. Um, For my second pick, I went Kansas at pick. I didn't get the best number at plus two. You know, uh, the the little birdie gives me quarterback information. Well, your dog doesn't like Hey, thing. hey, listen, yeah, the, the you're, going,
1: you're going against uh, the dog lover and Gundy there.
0: Yeah, yeah. the dog's got a match play on Oklahoma State <laughs> over there. Um, But, the you know, the, the word is is Jalen Daniels is going to play um, unless there's a setback. I just think I, – I know the other guy has done well. I, I just think he's kind of a difference maker. And the other thing on the other side of the ball, and, again, we've talked about this before, Kaddish, but we saw this last week. Oklahoma State right now might be the most injured team in college football. They are decimated with injuries, and that's why you saw Kansas State beat them like a rented mule at 48 zip last week. I just with their injury issues and Daniels possibly coming back, I took Kansas at home
1: at a pick'em. Yeah, uh, tonight I hate to say it, but another one that uh, I'm with you here. I played some. Uh... Some Kansas early in the week when the birds were chirping. I, th- I think it's still fine to pick uh, when the birds were chirping that Spencer Sanders might not go. Yeah. Uh, might be eight, up to eight other starters uh, that might not go either. So, yeah, they fit. Uh, you know, we call it on the show the injury point of no return that, that some teams have faced this year. I think that's where they're at. I mean, they've just played a brutal stretch of games. The team is not healthy anymore and you're getting Kansas, potentially getting their start. I don't care if it's Bean or Daniels, to be honest with you. Even if Daniels come back, it's a bump. But Bean has played well enough in his absence that, uh, you know, you're getting Kansas now off a little bit. Bye-bye. Uh, it's just, you know, it sets up here where it couldn't be a worse spot with the injuries uh, and the run they've been on for Oklahoma State. Good spot for Kansas here. I think uh, – you're, they're going for, like, to be, like, the first bowl game in I don't know how many years that that, that they can qualify for. So, yeah, I think it's going to be uh, rocking there uh, in Kansas. Um, so, yeah, I like that. I, I think it could be uh, a game that, that Oklahoma State struggles to even compete in if the guys that uh, that, that we presume to be out don't play um and, and I think I mean, you, I mean it could be Gundy's son at quarterback. He he he's I mean that's a yeah, you know nepotism special. There. Right. He's not a, he's not an FBS quarterback. So um, I, I think an Oklahoma State's really going to be in trouble here if all those guys are out. So yeah, I think, and this one is even one if the, before the game, if we just want to talk numbers before the game, those guys are out. I think Kansas closes as a favorite here, potentially yeah. minus two, minus two and a half, um, up to three if all those guys are going to miss.
0: Yeah, and again, like you said, it's hard to get college football injury information, <laughs> but uh, you know the the words floating around are good for Kansas and bad for Oklahoma State. So we'll see how that goes. I, I just I can't believe your dog is all over the Cowboys. Uh, yeah, that, that's
1: right. She likes the I mean, now that they're a dog, she can't she uh, yeah. can't get it out of there. So yeah, that's uh, you'll say, hey, likes like the underdog there now that they're there. But hey, we're, we are uh, we are all Kansas here.
0: All right, good. So I'm looking forward to your thoughts on this next game because I'm going against the team again who I went, you know, I, I took Memphis as a home dog, plus three and a half, even though I hate their coach. But UCF, I went against them last week, and those rat bastards went behind and went down. I needed one stop for the win, and they got the touchdown with 37 seconds left. They got me. Um, now they go on the road. We don't know about Plumlee if he's going to start or not. He's questionable. I haven't heard anything on that. I don't know if you have, but I, I know we we talk on here a lot, Kanish, that we go like coaching trends and we don't really look at trends. And I, I agree with that. I just I found a trend for this game that's just remarkable. It's not going to make a difference on who wins, but the over the last decade, the home team is eleven and zero against the spread in this game, which is one of those quirky things. Uh, home and away. Uh, trend, but I don't know. I Memphis has lost a lot of close games. I think they're better at home than they are on the road. I just hope the team hasn't quit on that uh, idiot coach of theirs.
1: No, you know what? God damn it, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you here again. Uh, I'm, I don't care what the last two games are. I'm taking the other side. But uh, no, I, have, I I like Memphis. I One well, number one. I don't think Plumlee uh, is going to play. So I think it would be Mikey Keene, who, yeah. who uh, I, I don't – again, struggled uh, for, for last week, struggled as really – I don't think he's, um, again, a, a, a level quarterback there um, that, that can keep up with a Memphis offense. That That's legitimate. I was not a Seth Bennegan guy for most of his career. He's played well uh, for the majority of this year, and I got to give him credit. And what's, what's been the formula to beat UCF this year? If you can stop the run. They don't have a great passing attack, very rush-based. They run, you know, all most of their passing stuff is totally uh, like scheme oriented, bubble screens and that type of stuff uh, where they don't run any progressions or any of that. It's very, very basic passing offense, and they're totally reliant on the run. Um and when they can't do that against a Memphis defense that's been relatively top forty in a lot of the you know the advanced rushing metrics, uh, and Seth Hennigan, a guy who can put up a number, I I gotta say I think Memphis is very live here, um, especially when you're getting a downgrade uh, at the quarterback position uh, with Micah Keane So this is another one that I, I think if again if that that comes to fruition and it's Keen, this is one that I think you'll see close under three for sure. Uh, I think Memphis is very off You know, again, they've had some, like, I would call them fluky results here uh, where they probably should be a lot better than they are. They took, The team that I did not buy into coming in the year, uh, but they had, like, one of the flukiest losses of the year to Houston. Um, you know, a game against Tulane they got down big. They end up coming all the way back in that one uh, to you know, have a chance. Yeah, the East Carolina game, so – I like this Memphis team more than I than I thought I would, uh, and it's a UCF team that that I can't buy on here. It's a good matchup, so yeah, Memphis. Uh, I think I think they're live, and if you're doing a money line like the three and a half, uh, if you're doing a money line round robin, I'd put them in for sure.
0: Okay, so now I put these games in specific order, Kanish. So uh, you know, I thought I thought you know Wake Forest, Kansas, Memphis. I did. I, I thought there was a good chance you might like those, so I saved the this one fourth. Because I got a feeling you're not gonna like this one. Good, I'm going back to him, baby. Give me the Irish plus four against Clemson. Oh, on, finally, on Saturday night. Listen, Kanish, I'd love to give you a bunch of trends and stats and numbers and all this stuff. I know the numbers a little. It's a little low. I get it. It is. Um, I just think Clemson is the most overrated team in the country. FSU by six, you know, Wake Forest by six, Syracuse by six, uh, quarterback issues going into Notre Dame Stadium. Uh, I just, this is one of those, it's like, you know, remember Lloyd Christmas in Dumb and Dumber. I'm going to go with my instincts on this one. I'm going to take the Irish at night getting four and I got the hat ready, baby, if you want to go against me.
1: I was going to say, you better get that hat out next week because I can come on here. I'm going to pour some lighter fluid on it uh, and throw it up in the yard for a little marshmallow session. I'm taking the Tigers, baby. We finally got a head-to-head here. Nobody. Listen. Tell producer uh, to turn the camera off. Nobody hates this Notre Dame team or is more down (laughs) on this Notre Dame team than me in the country. Uh, I've been fading them all year. I don't think I bet Notre Dame once. I I had some fades early that went well. Obviously, the North Carolina fade did not go well. Nobody fades this Notre Dame team more than me. Um, I just, again, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I think Clemson is the greatest team on earth. Uh, I don't think they should be I, – I, I tell you, they shouldn't be ranked above Michigan in the college football playoff for those hacks down south. I'll tell you that right now. However, I will say that this Clemson team, I think, is significantly more talented uh, than the team that Notre Dame has to put out there. Um, and part of the issue that, that Notre Dame is going to have is when they can't play their, their bully ball offense uh, and be able to, you know, kind of get, get – get over, you know, with the, with the running game and let Drew Pine kind of get in there. And listen, the Dawgs might, might like some of your Notre Dame here. <laughs> thing. But I I think this, Clemson, you're just getting a more talented team against a defense that has, uh, I, again, has given up more plays, even in the games against UNLV in that. They've been known to give up some rush-explosiveness plays. Uh, and I thought DJ... However, I had a poor game against. I thought he was trending up uh, for the most part. Obviously, had some regression game there against Syracuse. I'll give him. A, I'll give him like like we did to Sam Hartman. I'll give him a mulligan there. Uh, I think he looks better in this one. Give me the Tigers uh, and get the hat ready because I'm about to, we're about to light it up.
0: All right, yeah. No, I figured you'd be against me here. I mean, this is I always, this is one of those games where I just got this feeling. I've seen Notre Dame games at night. I've been to one. It's kind of that Iowa offense type of thing where they they return interceptions for a touchdown. They're blocking punts. That's the kind of game I think we're going to get. Notre Dame twenty first in the country in defense. Clemson eighteenth, I believe they are. I think it's going to be low scoring. We'll see how it goes, but I got the hat ready. And this is great news for Notre Dame fans because. Uh, uh, I'm I'm like a couple a couple of plays away from hanging three fifty burgers on you the three times we've gone against <laughs> each other, so so that's my fourth pick now, Kanish, I know you knew you you knew this one was coming. They ain't gonna pit two triple option academies oh, against no, each no, other and not, me not I make a pick. Say,
1: I wonder right? where the where is. How dare I'm they? are not. Uh, I'm, I'm base here. Uh, you yeah. know, uh, giving a pep speech. So I'm to well, – I wonder if, where you're going. I don't know where you're going, though. I knew we were going to this game. I don't know which but, side you're going, though.
0: So if, if this game was an Army, I'd probably go there. I'd be saluting. It's actually down in Arlington, Texas. The Listen, you make uh, you make an academy a seven-point favorite over another academy, and I'm taking the points. I, I know this isn't a great Army team. I know they struggle against the run But to me, struggling against the run and the option are two different things. They're getting overpowered by Wake Forest and Georgia State, you know, up the gut. Listen, I got to go with Army. Uh, Air Force is a team, if you said rank your most disappointing team of the season, for me, it's Air Force. I thought them 500 plus 500 to win the Mountain West was one of my best futures ever. I was patting myself on the back. Telling everybody, I mean, they've lost to Utah State. They lost to Wyoming. The Boise State isn't a terrible loss, but they could get nothing going on the ground. Army's not having a great season. Academies, I don't know. I'm taking the seven. Do you have any opinion on this one? I know you love that triple option.
1: I, I, I've learned a lot of the triple option from the, the you know the godfather the triple option, Tommy C over here. But uh, uh, listen, I'm with you. I, I think these, these triple option games are ones where you just throw out all of the all of the stats uh, against uh, against normal teams against normal offenses even rush based offenses usually don't correlate to these games so even I mean you've seen it uh, in, in Army Navy games uh, where one team is you know has a horrible season comes off and and all of a sudden like they can't run the ball so it's it's like the model breaker, the, the advanced stack breaker, like none of that stuff really correlates here. Um, to, to when you're facing a triple option with triple option. And I agree with what you're saying, like, this is an air force team that, that, you know, when I, when I think of like the premium versions of of the triple option with Malcolm Perry and Navy, and like, when they had probably the best playmaker at quarterback for any of the, the schools in the last, you know, the last five plus years, um, you thought going into the year, and I thought that Air Force could be that type of level yes. uh, with Zeke Daniels and some of the weapons they had, and it just hasn't been. It just hasn't been that great. Um, it's been, you know, very, again, a game that, you know, disappointing effort for Navy when they went up against them. Um, as you said, they've gotten, you know, shut down by, by Wyoming and Boise and. And teams that that don't have uh, you know classic great defenses that they've had in the past, they've just they, they they just you know teams that have had success defending the triple and were able to do it again this year. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm I, I can't get to a touchdown here. Uh, I think if if you if you're gonna be, have one of these triple games that is over a touchdown. I think you have, have to have such a significant delta between the teams or some type of, you know, mass injury, just some reason uh, that, that that would give me, you know, leave me to want to lay a seven here. And again, throughout, you know, the, even the trends and all that stuff, I just don't think Air Force is, is seven points better on a neutral versus Army team. So I'm with you there. I would take the touchdown uh, and not even think about it.
0: Yeah, and you mentioned some of those. Like, listen, Army's been very good in recent years. Air Force has had some really good years. Navy a few years ago, really good there's nothing like these academy teams suck this year The all yes. three of them do so there's not one that's significantly better I think we're I think this number is still based on the Air Force team we thought we were going to see this year but they're not very good especially offensively I'm really surprised they aren't blowing some of these teams out I thought it was going to be one of the best offenses they had in years and it's just not happening so far
1: yeah no I was I was with you, you know preseason uh I think they came in with, you know they're bringing so many back and Zeke Daniels could be that guy and it just never has, re- it hasn't really materialized into the, you know, the team that, that they thought now they, I mean, you, you against the UNLVs and teams that, you know, don't have a pulse. Uh, they've been able to, you know, run in that, but I agree with you. I just, I can't get uh you know, I, it has to be a, a really good reason for me to ever want to lay out, you know, a touchdown in these triple trip. Over and, and I don't see it here.
0: Okay. Well, Kyle in the chat says, uh, Drew Pine against that front line thoughts and prayers. Uh, yeah. Hey, listen, I, I get it. It's a, uh, you, listen, you, you rarely get Notre Dame at a very good number, right? It's like betting the Cowboys. It's like betting the New York Yankees. Uh, they make Notre Dame a six-seven point underdog. Ninety-nine percent of the bets are going to be on them. So, I, yeah, I get it. Well, I just I, I'm going to go Notre Dame's defense. We'll see. I got the hat ready. I got the hat ready. <laughs> but, Kanish, I want to throw in a bonus game because this was a game I. This was a game that would have initially made my card, but we had some new information come through. I took Mississippi State 10 and a half on the opener, but then, the co- then you know, Harsin gets fired for Auburn. And then it just – I I wish he was there. I bet it because I thought he was going <laughs> to be there. And then, like, he gets – so what are your thoughts on that game? Like, I, I know these coaching-changing games uh, uh, midseason are, are hard to figure out. But I, I do have uh, Miss State 10 and a half, but I don't like it as much with all the intangibles now surrounding Auburn.
1: I don't, I don't know if there's anybody that's that's more down on on the Mississippi State's like performance this year with Mike Leach uh, than, than than me. Um, I, I just think they've been so epically disappointing uh, for a team that that has more talent and returning in the defense than uh, that they should have had. So to not even be competitive in some of these games, to lose the LSU game, then they you know get blanked by Ben. I just, um... however, uh, I agree with you that you know you like. You'd, do you worry about some of the you know the post firing bump? Usually, I don't. I, I think a lot of that stuff can be overplayed in this scenario uh, with Brian Parson, You know, to go to Cadillac Williams, a, guy, a lot of guys like you. You know, maybe you see that. Um, I, I again, it's too. It, if gone to my head, uh, I would probably take an Auburn position. At, you know, one of the the thirteens that's out there. Uh, but obviously, you got in at a good number. Uh, I'm not going to make too much of a of a strong case for for an Auburn here team that 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 could just be you know a dead team walking here. I think you can get both sides of that coin when a coach leaves. Either you can get the bump because everybody you know hated him and couldn't stand him, or you can get the team that just checked out. Season's over. So. Um, Yeah, I think you got a good number. I would just let it ride there. Uh, If I had to play the current, I would say Auburn. Uh, But it's it's hard to not be just very heavily disappointed with, with the Mississippi State team, especially over the last five or six weeks.
0: Yeah, and I, I was—it was actually you, Kanish, who said on this show a couple weeks ago that Harson was out the door. Um, you know, and I remembered that, and I was thinking, you know, geez, this could be a blowout. This could be the game that sends them home. Unfortunately, it they took sent them home. Longer than I, th- yeah. I thought. he was out the
1: door. You know, going to be a few weeks ago. They, they took a little longer to hire the AD, and then uh, I mean, if you want to endear yourself to the fan base, the first move, uh, you know, fire Harson is probably the, you know, the, 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 the layup in terms of uh, things you can do to help your case.
0: Yeah, so that's not an official play of mine. Just getting Kanish's thoughts. My plays officially: Wake Forest minus two and a half, Kansas pick, Memphis plus three and a half, Notre Dame four that Kanish hates, and Army in the battle of the triple option plus seven. Those are my five official plays. I got to get something going here, Kanish. I'm eighteen and seventeen. I'm embarrassing Don't my finish, family.
1: Don't finish, baby. more one this week.
0: <laughs> so, Kanish. What is a game or two you're looking at over there? You've been pretty good with these games so far this season. Uh, What are you looking at for this week?
1: Uh, You know what? One one that I I like, even though it's come down a bit, uh, some sharp guys I know that are on. I like Texas Tech quite a bit. Uh, They're still pretty much painted eight. There's still some eight and a halfs out there, Um, eight or better. Uh, I, I, I like that. I think it's a TCU team that. That has really rode a nice wave of variance uh, throughout the year. A team that that you know again took futures on, what was bit bullish on for most of the year, uh, has bet in some circumstances this year. But man, when you talk about a team that's gotten a lot of breaks, um, and just has a defense that that I frankly don't think is very good, uh, that that's really you know had some been up against some teams where the quarterbacks gotten hurt, have been up against some teams that the quarterback couldn't play, um. So I, I like Tech there uh, for a decent amount anything, eight or better. Um, another one, and Texas saying this is one to watch uh, for people, you know, we'd like to give out. Texas A&M has a lot of, you know, heard that, you know, the flu slash COVID is going around. Not sure what quarterback they're going to be, you know, go with uh, to start. Um, so if you want to – for people out there going to grab a Florida position at three or better and kind of wait to see the news. I don't think it gets worse than three. I'll tell you that. Um, if anything, depending on what, what quarterback, uh, they're going to have to go. I think it could actually, uh, close, you know, significantly lower depending on how Weigman can't go or not. So that's one of the info ones I'm, I'm monitoring. Uh, and what's one more out there that, uh, can do, let's see. We got a weekend play here. But also still good at the at current uh, one more. I'll tell you, like, um, I and now that it's gotten it's gotten down there a bit, I would be inclined uh, to also add. let let me see the current number just to get down here that there, there is. You know, it looks like I, I will tell you that Troy has gotten steamed against here against uh, Lafayette. um this one is I am way if a three pops I'm I'm telling you I'm buying it at three. I'd still I'll play three and a half if I have to. It looks like three and a half is probably out there. Uh, there's some really, you know, ju- light juice on uh the three and a half at Chris. Troy's one that they're coming off a bye. Lafayette, I think that's offense really gonna struggle. Uh versus a Troy defense that is elite. Is elite for a G five defense. Uh no doubt about it. Um it's one that and again Every, every point critical here, lower total. If you can get a three, uh, that's what I'm sitting and waiting to. Wait until I still play some three and a half, but three is the number I'm waiting on for Troy there uh, and letting, the, letting this kind of come back on some steam. Uh, I think ULL uh, just outmatched here.
0: Yeah, let me ask you before we go about a game that I've just been seeing a lot of action on. Uh, Texas, Kansas State. Seems like everybody and their mothers on Texas. Um, and I have Kansas State 16-1 to to win the Big 12. Need them to get a win here and your Texas Tech team to pull an upset. Uh, but I, I guess I kind of get it because Kansas State beat a corpse last week and Texas is coming off a bye. They played some close games. I guess I just can't trust Texas yet. Every time I feel like I trust them, I get burned. What do you – do you like the side on this game? What are you hearing on that one?
1: Yeah, you know, this is an interesting one because I know some, you know, some sharper guys that liked it, that under three. But I tell you what, uh, anytime – this is where you want to, you know, people, you know, like the numbers, say it's short and that, anytime that it's still the, – the, the thing with liking that is it's still hanging out under three. Um, so, uh, you know, anything that hasn't moved across there, and, and when it's, you know, threes have popped, they've been eaten up, so – this is one I don't actually have a position on. I would tend to agree with you that I, I you know, I was re- the execution uh, that Texas had at the end of their last game was was concerning for me. It looked a bit like uh, Quinn Hoers wasn't right; like he was just throwing up these fade balls at the end of the game. Um, so I think matchup wise, okay. And again, you're getting a nice spot there for Texas off of I. Just, I, I agree with that I am not inclined to get involved on this one uh, as of, yet. Yeah, I thought it would kind of sit in between that pick and three, um, and that's kind of a no-action zone for me. Uh, to be honest with you, I, I would kind of, if the threes popped out there, lean, lean your way there with a little bit of Kansas State, uh, but I know some other guys that are on Texas, so I think this one's just going to be uh, mostly a pass for me as it's kind of traded right in there around two and a half all week.
0: All right, well, there you we have it. I My official five picks, Wake Forest minus two and a half, Kansas pick, Memphis plus three and a half, Notre Dame plus four, which is the lock of the century if you go by recent results, and Army plus seven in the battle of the option offenses. Kanish, the next Hit the Books is on Monday at 4 p.m. with you and Brad Powers breaking down all the weekend's games, looking ahead to the early bets, the early numbers. So make sure and check that out. I I got the leprechaun hat ready, Kanish. I got it ready. <laughs> you bet you need one. You, 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 listen, if I start seeing block punts for touchdowns and all that stuff, I'm just I, I couldn't believe what I saw last week. So we'll see what happens. I, and listen, we got a good one to go head to head. Night game, big game, get in front of the TV. Let's go. So Kanish, as always, it's a pleasure for the Tom Kasali at Joey Kanish 22. Make sure to check us out on Twitter. Kanish, good luck this weekend in all but one game, and I will see you next Friday
1: on Hit the Books. You too, brother. Uh, Listen, if I lose every bet this weekend but Clemson wins, I'll take it. Let's go. Let's go, Tigers.